You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matt Gertz and Jesse Landers. Some books sit on the floor. How they podcast in China? What they just podcast on the on the floor? Yeah. Oh yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> That's a fact. Don't look that up. Yeah, like maybe this on a pillow, technically. Well, yeah, the floor itself might be. And regulation coffee tables are half height of American ones, you know. Yeah, it doesn't have to be nearly as high if you're sitting on the floor. I'm pretty sure it's illegal to have an American coffee table. Elite. Don't fact check that though. (laughs) Yeah, don't fact check that one either. Absolutely not. Just you believe, yeah, believe it. Believe that. Or prove prove us wrong. Yeah. Post prove a us picture wrong. on our Facebook. Screenshot that shit. I dare you. Show us an American coffee table in China. We dare you. Yeah. Illegal. That's, That's what you find. Like, is that like a the fourth sequel of American Werewolf in London? Is like American coffee table in China. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah That'd exactly. be a boring one. That's when they've run out of material. Yeah, they've run out. They don't have the budget anymore. The backers like, are gone. Right, it's a coffee table that got bit by a werewolf in China. <laughs> and it's going to... It's, it's gonna a wear table. And because it, it's kind of a nice accessory because um, on full moons, it transfers to become a furry coffee table. And that's cool. That's something that is like a... That's a talking piece for like when you have guests. Well, you throw a fireplace on there and you make sure you got a date for the night because you're definitely going to get laid. Oh, yeah. Touching <laughs> that fur all night. Listen, like, touch it. It's going to growl at you. As long as you, you got to have it locked down, though. Yeah, chained to the ground, without a doubt. I mean, it's a wear table, people. You you you're can't gonna, trust you're it. Gonna have, you're going to come home. Shit's going to be everywhere. Literal shit. I don't know how a table shits. Yeah. Well, that would be kind of yeah. a wear table would have some pretty bad, some pretty bad uh, stuff going on there. Well, I mean, then would you have to feed it? Like, cause then maybe you'd have to like fucking put meat in like a drawer on it, and then there's well, another like a, drawer, and that's where the poop goes. <laughs> now, that, now it's getting into like a little shop of horrors sort of thing. Where this like, is like some crazy trippy mini movie that we can make and probably make a fortune because people would be like, huh. They're saying something here. <laughs> it's like it's like that that movie Rubber with the with the tire that that. Oh, dude, the tire that's just on a journey. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, get to murder. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a journey. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could definitely it would fall under that category. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. Speaking of tires, you got a car. Oh, well, I had a car. I don't technically have a car. Well, I got a car in my possession, but it's a loner. And you know why it's a loner? I mean, because had, I bought a brand new car, and it decided to fucking break down the third day in. Not technically Wait. break down. It just got stuck in third, third gear. Now, I had... Um, it's not a bad a, gear. No, not a bad gear, because you know what? I was able to get it there. You know, it still starts up, you know, with a little bit of, like, lag acceleration but it's still i could get on the highway and hit 55 without an issue because it would go like all the way up to like 85 or whatever in third and first would be a a big issue if i got in first embarrassing yeah well no then volkswagen would be towing it 
Hence, Fifth, I got a. Fifth, I, you're I, got not a going I got a Volkswagen Jetta TSI, and uh, it's a beautiful car. I love it. It's very fun to drive. It's beautiful inside. It's got a lot of nice features. So I've been very happy with the car. I've been driving it a lot and whatnot, and it's been faithful down to the bone. But today, all of a sudden, it shifted a little weird, and then uh, it got stuck in the third. And I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I have to bring it to the dealership. They end up giving me a loaner. I'm just, I'm not, I'm a little ticked off. I'm hoping it like comes back, you know, and that my warranty holds up and there's no issue, of course, which there should be. But you know, there's always that doubt that something might be like, well, this isn't covered because of some little size, or that. you know, right. yeah, this or that, yeah, and yeah, but that, time I mean, will when you when you buy a new car, you expect it to work. That's, yeah, that's, uh... that's why you buy a new car, you know, like my last car, I loved. But it was, you know, just a gas guzzler and it ate tires up. And it, but like, it had a DVD player in it. Yeah, it, yeah, it was, it was a nice car. It was fun to drive. I but mean, I got hopes for this still. I'm pulling for you. I was really excited when you told me that you were getting a new car. And, oh uh, man, I'm in love with the car itself. I just hope this isn't like the fortune to come. Yeah. No, we're. Uh, we're all pulling for you. I'm Haven't even sure made the who, first payment, and the transmission sure might be I'm, gone. What? No, nah, I don't. I hope it's not the trans transmission. I mean, if it is, you know what? I think it's on the people who sold it to you. It's not. Oh, uh, without a doubt. Come down. I have what they and, call uh, the diamond warranty. So I hope the fucking diamond warranty covers my goddamn ass. <laughs> yeah, l- let's hope it does. Diamonds forever, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, transmissions aren't, unfortunately. No, no, apparently not at all. Here's you ripping around in a new car soon. Soon enough, that's what I say. If not, I'm not going to give them back the loaner that they gave me, which is also a 2016 Jetta. So, it's a base model, but you know what? Fuck it. It has a thousand miles on it. (laughs) Yeah, just keep that one. Yeah, I'll just like hide it in my garage and be like, I don't know, I don't know where it went. I thought you guys picked it up. You know what you do? You keep that one for an extended period of time. I'm talking years. So after this thing's run into the ground, oh. you hold you hold the one that they owe you oh. to them. Try to pull a dick move and show up, like get a ride there and be like, Yeah, hey, I'm here to pick up my car and not mention that I have the loaner and maybe they'll be like, Forget about it, like, oh yeah, we forgot about that Jetta we have out there. No, I'm thinking you cash in like years down the line. So Look. you keep the loaner, and you tell them, yeah, yeah, I'm going to come get the new car soon. And you just, like, ex- see how long you can string them. Well, oh, <laughs> yeah, but the payment, I've signed the, I've signed the deal. Like, the payment's yeah. going to come regardless. Yeah, but hopefully you can be like, no, I'm getting a new one now. And there won't be any miles on <laughs> That's it. That's not you how it works. You don't rental. just go like, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I'm getting a brand new one because this one acted up. You know, it's all about attitude. I well, I mean, I'm not, like... To. I'm, I'm like, you know, mechanically savvy, but I don't know anything about these new, like, Volkswagens. So, I mean, for as far as I know, with this tip, it's a semi-automatic, like, tiptronic, like, shifting. For all I know, it could be a minor issue, you know, that they're like, look at it, and like, oh, yeah, this is blah, 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 you know, and they fix it, you know? I don't know, yeah. who knows? We'll see. Um, we'll see. We'll update everyone. We'll, let, we'll oh. let everyone know what's going on. I'll let you know and- as soon as I get my first ticket with Fire Red. 
Oh yeah, we're we're saying that might be uh, as long as long, you know you'll be calm. You'll be you, you're yeah. better. You're I'll be more right. calm than you were in your youth. Yeah, I'll be all right. You don't want tickets. Nah, nah. I'm not as young as I used to be. We're good. <laughs> no one wants tickets. But right now, if you're listening to our podcast in your car, what I think you should do: lay on that gas if no one's around. Rip that shit up to eighty. Why not? Like, it, just make sure there's little. no cops. Live a little bit. Get a radar to set like I have, because they actually work quite a bit. If you fi- you can figure it out, like cruise around normal for like a month, figure it out if it really picks up with the majority of the cops in your area. Mine works pretty good in my area because the cops are like outdated radars that are picked up by it. It depends what state you're in too, from what I understand. Yeah, yeah, I guess certain states get really pissed if you have a radar. They'll give you a ticket and possibly like like take it from you. But you could avoid that ticket if you have a radar. Yeah, yeah. If you get pulled over, just like do what I used to do and rip it down real quick and like hide it under your seat. <laughs> <laughs> That's not suspicious. Well, yeah, yeah. You you got to be good at that shit. What? So I'm the officer. I come up. I knock on your window. I go, "What was that you ripped down from the, from your dashboard and threw in the back?" That's none of your business. <laughs> is that what you're going with uh, isn't this how to get ripped out of the car by a police officer in the quickest way oh i didn't know what uh, we were playing. yeah okay i thought that's i thought that we were playing that i'm sorry i might have been mistaken no. who knows no. welcome to american slacker podcast what is good it is matt and jesse and we have a very silent guest here <laughs> oh yeah. yeah uh he's just taking speak for yourself yeah, my name is Anthony Retria, uh from the Central Coast. Uh, it's nice to be uh, part of you guys' podcast, finally. Uh, Jesse's been uh, talking to me, trying to like shake me down and get on this thing, and we haven't had a lot of time to make our schedules match up, but now we finally got it underway, and I'm really excited to be here. Oh, yeah. Good. We're excited to have you. Hell yeah, man. It's always fun to have somebody to the conversation, add a little element to the show bring in a perspective that's not our own even uh, if you're just gonna laugh at us <laughs> uh you guys are a couple funny dudes so it's easy to do that cool <laughs> well, that's what we try it. to do entertain so i see you're drinking the coffee out of the starbucks cup yeah it's uh espresso roast out of a uh what's it called french press yep that was made by a professional brewmeister <laughs> Oh, is that me? Oh, yeah, that's you. Because this, this is really good. It's really good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, I got the uh, Christmas blend. Uh, or it was like, yeah, the espresso blend, Christmas, whatever, from Starbucks. Um, and they were giving away $5 gift cards with it. I fucking it's love Starbucks, cool. man. Right? Oh, man. I, I've cruised through there a few times in the last few days, and I just I can't say enough about it. Like... I used to not appreciate their coffee, man. I used to talk shit like, oh, their coffee's bitter, blah, 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 blah. I had not, like, experienced their coffee in the proper ways. It's amazing. Every, I haven't had a bad thing that I experiment with. Hey, yeah, I like it when I bring it home. That's generally what I'll buy, but that's because, yeah. like, I'm, I got the little app where I do the points and I can get, like, free coffees every so often. Yeah, even their homebrews are great, too, man. Yeah, and actually... Uh, I feel like everyone who's gone into a Starbucks has had the situation where, you know, you go up, you say your name, and, like, you end up getting something that's kind of, like, askew from what your real name is. Like, I've got, I've gone in, my name's Jesse, everyone knows that it's in the intro. I've gotten Jeffy 
or Jeffrey. Oh, or, man. Or Jeff, Jesse with a Y. That happens a lot. Jeffy. What are you doing, Which Jeffy? I guess Jeffy, what would you like? If I haven't had coffee yet for the day, maybe I am like slurring my words a little bit. So maybe I Jeff. Or, oh, that's a know, good reason. Uh, yeah. You're there early in the morning. You're looking for the pep <laughs> in your step. You're like, ah, oh, let me just get a grande. Ah, oh, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. What's your name? I mean, have, you, have, you, have either of you guys had that happen to you? No. They always, I, you know, I'll say Matt or Matthew and they always hit Matt, you know? Okay, I mean, Matt's a pretty easy one to go yeah. with. Yeah, there's not a lot to confuse with. I feel like your name, I guess there is some other ones, you know, if they're, like, rushed, they might, like, miss, you know, miss it. Right. Yeah, for me, it's uh, it's always a problem because I'm kind of soft-spoken, so I, I have to lean in and say my name a second time. It's like, what's your name? Anthony. What? It's Anthony, and they usually get it, you know? Okay. Like, it's, it's kind of a hard name to mess up, I feel like. That might be a good tactic to use on them, though. Go soft with the first uh, time you throw your name. So they have oh, to yeah, take it in that's twice. Me. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. you're so you're gonna you're gonna make the barista understand what it is because you're you're pulling them in. They have to remember after that point because they've yeah they they themselves. They heard it most likely the first time, but they want you to he- to repeat it just to verify. Yeah, I think that's a, that might be a good tactic. Well, we have uh, we have some evidence that. Starbucks might be doing something sinister with this uh, misnaming. No, I, I guess I don't know. I, I don't know if I can call it evidence. It's like I might be taking it a step. Well, too we're far. T- we're making yeah, we're making an observation, and then we have an opinion about it that could very well be true. There you go. I, that pretty much covers my ass to say that. Starbucks is misnaming our coffee so that they can get free publicity on Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook. What? Well, yes. So, First off, Jesse is a victim of this, and I have seen an Instagram Anthony. post about it because victim. I thought it was hilarious. And, I mean, I bet you we could pull it up. If we go on Instagram and pull up Starbucks, we can find a ton of fucking hashtags that will pull up these misspellings. Absolutely. It seems like they're using this as some sort of, uh, you know, it, they know if they write the wrong name or if they misspell it in some weird way that it's most likely going to be like a funny little thing that people can share with their friends and instantly Starbucks ends up in their head. Uh, Super Deluxe did a good video on it um, where they kind of put it all in perspective, the the idea. Starbucks hasn't commented on it or it said that they don't have a comment on it or something along those lines. Uh, so they're not confirming it, but it's an interesting idea. The idea that a company is going to purposely have their employees misname people's stuff so that it will get free publicity, you know? Well, why not? I mean, use social media to your advantage. We live in that age. And it's not like it's something against them. It's like, we're not like, oh, fuck Starbucks. We're not going to go there because they misspell our name. It's like... Oh, those fucks at Starbucks, like... You know, I could go for a grande mocha right now. Yeah, I mean, if you were at a hospital and they did that with your kid, it might be like, I don't think it would go over as well. No. God, no. Be like, I... I why does this say Arrow? I said Eric. 
Like, yeah. you know, the birth certificate. Like, they're not going to Instagram that. You're not going to be like, yo, more people are going to come to the hospital to have babies if we start messing with the birth certificates. <laughs> like, yeah. why, why is Starbucks getting away with this, you know? <laughs> well, because it's not that big of a deal if your name is not correct on your cup. What's, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of how I can mess your guys' names up since you've never been victims of this. Hmm. I don't think you can fuck mine up. Go on. We're going to put up a post this uh, week about fucked up names on Starbucks cups. Fuck up Matt and Anthony's name. <laughs> Why yeah. not? Give it yeah, a try. put in the comments on it. Yeah, if you could fuck it up. See I what dare you can you. do. I dare try you. And me- try and mess it up. See what you can do. Now, when I, when I hear, like, fuck up the name, what I think of is like a believable fuck up. Like with Jesse, some people write I-E, some people write a Y, some people write Jeffy. Like that's believable. But like when people mess up my name, it sounds like they just misheard me. Like Ann Fernie, like who who puts the F in there? Yeah, what kind of fucking, who names their kid that? (laughs) Challenge. You shouldn't have a kid. Take the kid away. Rename that kid. I guess I understand a little bit uh, the role of the barista where it's like, I I know Amphrony's not a name, but I swear that's what he said. And if and if I write the wrong name, he's just gonna get pissed. So it's like a fifth. They hedge their bets on Amphrony, and, and they just end up coming up wrong. You know. Uh, yeah, and then I go ahead and I post it on my Instagram. Look at these guys. They posted Amphrony, <laughs> and they uh, get free publicity out of me. There you go. I mean, it's it's interesting to think about. Who knows if that's their actual thing or if it just comes down to human error. It I don't know. plausible. I like to think that media advertising is sinister like that, <laughs> especially after watching things like Mad Men. And you, you think about it, and I mean, it is, you know, like tobacco campaigning. A lot of it's like real deep into psych and, and really about, like thinking about what people want and what will trigger. True. You know, very true. You know, I think it's real deep. It's deeper than we think, man. Deeper than we fucking think. Everyone's out there just wanting to get warm and get their hot chocolates and. Well, yeah, fuck on, yeah. Get man. on their way. Oh, fucked up names. On that's all names. I can think about it, man. I can go for a coffee right now because it is fucking cold. What's what's your temps running at these days? Oh, right now, man. Um, we're running at ten degrees, and Ooh, I'm in Albany, whoa. New York. It's fucking disgusting. And uh, that brings us to our next article, man. This was posted on December 15th, and it's quite interesting because the upper Midwest and also Canada had been colder at the same time as Mars. Now, Mars had a high forecast of 17 degrees, whereas, like, we're talking Canada was about negative 6. United States, we're looking at, like, 6 to 9 very very chilly uh that's uh too cold for my taste i mean that's one of the main reasons i wanted to get out of the northeast was because oh, of how man. cold it was and how brutal that was yeah like yeah, we were I, talking earlier man and i was like i was kind of bitching about it and i'm like oh shit well you you lived up in plattsburgh which is close to canada which gets the real drastic cold and oh i wouldn't want part of that no, uh, being from the Central Coast, uh, we've never seen the likes of anything close to freezing, let alone <laughs> below freezing. Oh, you so were born you say, and raised? 
Oh, born and raised Central Coast. Oh, you All... lucky bastard. I know. I'm, I'm <laughs> such a baby, and I'm so sheltered from California your cold... whole life. Yeah, dude. Awesome, man. I like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Me Envy. too. Especially, <laughs> especially here that you uh, you suffer ten degree weather. Yeah, that man. Is... Mm. We're it's getting one snow of those tonight. Fuck it. Where you just want to stay inside and not do anything. Because if you do something outside, you'll possibly die. Because oh, of how cold it is. It's terrible, man. Being a smoker and having to step out to smoke a cigarette, you're just like, this is fucking, this is fucking horrible. I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit right now. It's brutal. Well, Mars seems more hospitable. You can maybe have a cigarette there. <laughs> yeah, man. And these temperatures are... Uh, Coming from a NASA's uh, Curiosity rover, which has been on the Red Planet since the summer of 2012. A little interesting feat that we've accomplished, you know. We've got these little robots up there just fucking monitoring the atmosphere for us. Keeping an the eye on humans. shit. Looking for those damn aliens. We know you're up there. Well, we... I don't know. I may have discussed it before. I know I've discussed it outside of the podcast. But if I were to ever hold political office i would run on a platform of intergalactic uh travel to spread humans throughout the galaxy and i think it's a great step that we have this going on on mars and you know what if it's warmer there let's get let's get going let's oh. let's make it happen well yeah it's disgusting when you look at the budget like that we spend on um like space travel versus like anything else like, yeah. we really don't put any money into that, like, the idea of, like, anything to do with space. Like, when, realistically, like, we're looking at, like, there's a good chance that we could face, like, another meteor that, like, destroys, like, a good portion of the population. We were talking about the extinction level event. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, it's we're kind overdue of scary. for one. We are, man. And um, there's a lot of theories out there about this. It's scary. We are just like a rock spinning through space, avoiding other rocks. Hail Jupiter, because uh, it well, saves that only us works from a lot certain of space amount. debris. Yeah. It saves us from a lot. There's a uh, there, there's a lot of uh, space shit that wants to wipe us out, and since it's so big, it ends up sending it off in different directions and absorbing a lot of it. Well, you know, like, uh, Graham Hancock and Randall Carlson have really good theories on it. Like, if anybody listening wants to check out their theories, like, it's crazy. Like, it has to relate with, like, human extinction in previous times and, like, civilizations that had reached, like, really high peaks in technology but were wiped out from, you know, catastrophic events. What do you think it's going to be, Comet? Oh yeah, I'm a big I'm a big believer that it's I I don't think it's gonna be volcano like I think it's gonna be like something like that's gonna come out of space and whack us and fucking knock us back to fucking Stone Age you know and it, it apparently like that's like that's their theory and I'm a big believer like of it like that like it's gonna come it's gonna knock out everything we've had for the majority and then there's gonna be survivors that continue on and um, through the ages we'll like tell the stories again you know like. So we'll see how it goes. Space. space is where it's coming from, you're saying. Yeah, that's what, NASA, that's what NASA's been saying. Yeah, because it's going to, like, they cause, like, a magnetic pulse that'll ruin, like, electronics at the same time as causing these, like, events, like, let alone the strike's going to kill, like, the majority in that area from the explosion. Waves are going to happen from the oceans. There's a million things that are going to happen all from this event. 
That'd be terrible. What? It, 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 do you agree with that, Anthony? Is oh, that I agree like... that if an asteroid, you know, a mile or a kilometer in size struck the Earth, I mean, it's what seventy some percent, seventy some percent water is going to hit the water, right, and then cause tidal wave. Oh. Like that's the biggest problem. Yeah, um, yeah, mile the... miles high tidal waves. Like it's going to be yeah. insane. Yeah. I, well, I mean, personally, I'm rooting for. Uh, rooting for a, a super volcano explosion i mean that just seems more for, more isolated yeah, at team, least team super volcano huh? hawaii no, just I, like explodes we're all right it'll take out the southern united states you know it'll be a casualty but we'll actually a, uh in wyoming is well, you guys uh, where the super volcano is on the at, edge. Uh, <laughs> where is it wyoming wyoming yeah oh what um yeah what's it called it's not it's not yellowstone i know that's one but there's another one yeah. in Wyoming. I we'll have to get Al right back on here talking about super volcanoes. Dude, that's a good yeah, that's a good idea, man. It's probably right on one of the plates, right? Could cause a fucking huge huge fracture at the same time. Ooh. If I I'm going, you know, uh, Anthony's saying super volcano. You're saying meteor. I'm saying that we are gonna get taken out by birds. Birds are gonna become the new dominant what? species they're gonna take over because there's way more of them than there are of us and you know they could easily blind us while uh, driving you're ridiculous and i was i was it, pondering the ideas that you might say um the one that i really thought field. you would say would be disease because like antibiotics you know, I, are starting to become like disease. extinct like they don't work against certain things we're becoming immune to like the reaction and diseases are adapting you want to come you up with birds my path you want to know my pathway? Okay, I went. I you were right. You know me real well. I was gonna go disease, and then my I, my brain went disease, avian flu, birds. Birds Bird are flu. gonna be what do it. Bird flu. Birds are birds <laughs> are gonna be the thing that ends us. So, watch out for the bird. Go bird. Hunt. Go uh, eat some quail. Well, eat some chicken. You know, not turkey. for nothing. We did just have like Fit a. The numbers. Ma- we did find a, a major like um like a dinosaur has been found like part I, I think it was a dinosaur tail was preserved and it had feathers on it so the good point of evolution that dinosaurs became birds i we mean dominated them and we you, have to keep you never them know down. the evolution comes back like it comes down and then it comes back up and all of a sudden you got a raptor in your backyard fucking raptor man oh they're the worst kind of dinosaur you could ever encounter t-rex they they seem kind of dumb and slow but I don't know. Anything that runs in a pack, people people are just kind of defenseless against. Yeah, like the gray with Willie, uh, fucking Liam Neeson. Oh well, yeah, I don't know. Liam Neeson's not defenseless. Do we end up finding a name for that? Uh, yeah, I have a correction to make. I uh, I think I said Yellowstone, or was it Yosemite? You you had said Yellowstone might have been one of the Yellowstone is definitely a super volcano, but it's in it is in Wyoming. Uh, I might have said that it was in California. I don't remember. No, you said uh, Wyoming. Okay, well I believe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I believe Yosemite. Yosemite is the one in California. Yellowstone is the one in Wyoming. I always get the two mixed up because they both start with Y's. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, Yellowstone. See, I just did it too. Uh, Yosemite is the one that's fairly close to us. Oh yeah, that's uh, what. Uh, just well, now I'm concerned for you north. guys, because what if this happens, then you Wait, guys are there, fucked. is there one there? Yeah, it's a few oh. hours north. I mean, I don't know if it's like a super volcano, because the one in Wyoming is supposedly uh, a lot larger, 
Um, but it is because you know that's where the geysers come from. From what I remember seeing on like Discovery Channel stuff, I could be completely wrong. No, so that don't makes quote sense. Me okay. Me, but, uh, My question is, what if this goes down? Where is our safe <laughs> point of meeting to to remake Civilization? True, because if all three of us survive, we're gonna have to get. We're, we, we need to get together, inform the group, the civilization that will do the right thing. Kansas? It's yeah, the middle of the country. I mean, it's got to be like a fairly like. I wonder if a plate runs through there because Converse. I feel like the plates are a bad area where the, they merge. That's a bad area to be. Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, America is definitely most defended at its heartland. I would say. It's, yeah. it's your best place. All right, let's uh, yeah, let's go to Corn City. <laughs> oh yeah, and it's flat. And so it's that's, flat. That's good. That's good for, that, that's good for uh, traveling. If Plus, you're, if you're not going in a car. If a meteor hits uh, and the oceans like mile high waves hit, uh, I don't think Kansas will be affected. Yeah. No. Exactly. Uh, I could be completely wrong. Again. Let's meet in Kansas City. Let's but, make uh, it fun. Yeah. Well, I don't think Kansas City is actually in Kansas though. Is it really? I think that's Missouri. All right, well, fuck you guys. <laughs> I'm too far from the map to confirm. It is I in Missouri. Yeah, I, but, yep. Well, there, uh, there might be a Kansas City, Kansas. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is as well. There has to be. Well, you know where there. Let's yeah. meet in Topeka, the capital. We could always, we could always take it to the extreme. Go meet in the Arctic. Oh. That's hard to get there, guys. Come on, weird... let's be realistic where we can hop in our cars and get to places. We don't have planes that are access. We don't have helicopters. I don't know, man. Well, no, but like, I feel like the Arctic might be a bad idea given the weird crap that's been going on there. I mean, I, I don't mean to meddle in you guys' stuff, but I, I've seen a preview of what, what's going on there. And it's, that's uh, it's uh, like well, the thing up there. Well, that's it's exactly what dis- I want to avoid there. Okay. I guess the... Uh, there's been pinging noises that have been happening up in the Arctic um, to the point where Canada is now investigating the uh, the noises or humming or beeping that uh, people have been talking about. It's disrupted migratory patterns. It has disrupted hunting patterns of whales and seals. Uh, there's something going on. Oh, yeah. Well, you're talking animals that run off of like weird like signals through the water, man. The the radar's all fucked up from this pinging. If there's something in the ocean and it's that cold, we were discussing this before. Colder weather animals are generally larger, so there could be something big down there. Yeah, yeah. And Anthony made a, a great point. Like he was, you know, talking about like you know, ninety percent of the ocean is undiscovered at least. Yeah, uh, yeah unexplored a- rather. Yeah, it's a because we're what we're seventy some odd percent water, seventy five percent water. I'm gonna go ahead and say I could be wrong, but uh, and and ninety some odd percent, ninety eight, ninety eight percent is uh, unexplored, and yeah. uh, I feel like that should be uh, kind of a priority here. You know, if we want to go into exploration, uh, we're talking about deep space. What about uh, deep sea? I oh, know yeah. the pressure is usually like well, a big, big issue. It's the, a big issue, but think about a larger creature would probably be able to take the larger the the enormous amount of pressure as well. Yeah, true. It's very true. I, I know that whales can dive fairly deep. Yeah, they're, man. They're adjusted to it. Yeah, and those larger creatures, actually, they would expand as they come toward the surface. So, I mean, what may be a three-foot, you know, creature down below could be, I don't know. This is just a red, I guess, but like six feet up above. I, I really don't know how it works. That'd be kind of crazy. Or it could be, I know that there's a lot of... Uh, 
turmoil over who owns the rights to different territory up in the Arctic. It's uh, it's like a free for all up there. There's oh oil. yeah, um, yeah. I know. I I believe Canada owns some. The U.S. owns some. Greenland owns some, and Russia owns some. I want to say Japan might have a little stake there too, but. Yeah, possibly. I, there might be some smaller ones that I'm leaving out, but I, I know I feel like those are the big players for uh, territories up in the uh, Arctic. Oh so. yeah, and you never know. I mean, they might have developed underwater drilling for oil. I mean, we're talking in the age of actually figure. They're figuring out a way to actually mine meteors in space, land on meteors, and actually mine them for diamonds and just different material. Was there like a British operation that recently did that? Uh, um, you might be correct with that. Um, that was actually talked on a podcast that I was listening to, and I, I found it fascinating because uh, it's like that one movie with Bruce Willis and I think Ben Affleck, right? Uh, was uh, that Armageddon? Yeah, that was yeah, Armageddon. Armageddon. <laughs> Armageddon, yeah. Yeah, where they want to land on a meteor and blow it up. Like it's the same deal. Like, and it, it, the the reason in behind like that we should fund that is because like if we ever do have meteor that we can realize like is coming at us which we only have like a 10-day window of figuring out if they're gonna whack us like it's pretty small right. like people don't realize how like narrow like vision we have um if we could land on it and fucking blow it up in space it would be a lot less damaging if it even came into our orbit at that point i i would feel like it'd be almost better to like attach a giant rocket to it push it slightly out of our orbit rather than to blow it up and make it like buckshot for the for the planet well, see, I think what the idea is, like, you land on it, you drill into it, and then you put a fucking explosive in it, and you make it into... It explodes into such little fragments that it's, like, they mostly um, dissolve by the time they even come into the full atmosphere of us. I, I, that, I, that would probably work as long as it would be a big enough uh, explosion, I would, probably, to, like, disintegrate all the shit there. Yeah. But, uh... I know that uh, when a meteor strikes, uh, it does... 10 times the radius of what it's actually the actual size so if like one kilometer wide meteor hit it'd be a 10 kilometer impact uh hole you yeah you'd be better off pushing that sucker out of your orbit just yeah. like slow it down enough or like maybe propel it, it yeah right. just like yeah Drill See, i don't know and leave a giant jet that might not be possible man you know it. I don't know. I don't know. Like depending the way I, on the mass of the uh, of the meteor, yeah. Yeah, it depends. We're, we're really hung up on meteors taking us out tonight. Well, I mean, the, I like we said before, it, we're overdue. We're we're late for it. Oh man, what's going on? The, there's the great there's great evidence that it's happened before and wiped out civilizations that were very very evolved. And I mean, it's clearly evident in history and. It, I mean, we, we're talking about there's been, like, computer-like devices that have been found. I mean, it's crazy things that are unexplainable. And they Damn. say that we're 250,000 <laughs> years in this form, to give you an idea. That's, that's, that's insane to think about. 250,000 years when we live at a 100-year lifespan at most now. That's, yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. Uh, I, I know Graham Hancock and uh, who is the other guy? Randall Carlson. Yeah, they they have some interesting uh, things to say. Yeah, hopefully really... we don't get wiped out by anything. That's what I'm hedging my bets on. Is uh, we have a little yeah. while. Yeah. Hey, I hope we have our generation and the next few to come at least. Like so, 
our families are safe, you know, but you never know. And I mean, it's crazy how we bind or we live our lives so concealed into this whole civilization that we've created, you know, we're wrapped up in our, you know, entertainment and our jobs and our day to day lives. We don't realize like the natural surrounding of it. Wait, wait. So I'd like to go back to the point that you made. It said 250,000 years in this form, this this Homo sapiens sapien form. Yeah, man. Think. Yeah. So, so if if we've come this far in only 250,000 years, that's like a geological blinking of an eye. Uh, like, imagine how far these aquatic animals, who may or may not have survived a meteor impact millions of years ago, 60 oh. million years ago. Imagine how advanced their, sure. you know, cerebral cortexes are, if oh, I man. may. And there's some <laughs> scary creatures that we've proven to be existent in the, the, the history of this fucking planet, man. And the cold preserves. Oh. So if they're, if they're under the Arctic ice... Maybe they're the ones pinging. They hey. could be the ones pinging. Hey, I'm still hoping it's like a Superman. <laughs> Yeah, type little scenario. Baby Superman little baby Superman in a in a little like little kryptonite coffin. And I'm thinking they get there and they think it's little baby Superman. They crack that shit open and it's it's the thing and uh, it's and it's fuck. got a head and it looks like a spider and it's wrapped around the guy who cracked the thing open and everyone's screaming. Uh, Clive Barker fuck. is just like laughing in the corner like. <laughs> I told you, people. I told you. <laughs> they're like how did he get here pointing at the director <laughs> but in in the meantime while you're not uh freezing to death or getting hit by a meteor if you are enjoying the snow like i don't know when's the last time you went sledding matt oh man i haven't been sledding in a long time i feel like i need to go snowboarding or sledding this winter like and take advantage of it like i want to schedule a trip like maybe we we should talk about this actually maybe a colorado trip or something That'd be fun. We'll figure this out. Yeah, because it's been years, man. How about you? Have you guys been, like, sledding or snowboarding or skiing anytime lately? Doesn't snow enough here. Yeah, it's been years. Well, yeah, I mean, trips, obviously. Fuck you guys. (laughs) I get it. You live in the fucking paradise where it's primo weather. Don't rub it in. (laughs) Why are you being so cold, man? (laughs) Listen, I have frostbite right now. I can't feel my dick, man. <laughs> Fuck you. I, I read a story about a guy who got frostbite on his dick because he was messing around with a snowman. What was... That fucking snowman should make a police report because that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe it was... I, I don't know. It was just uh, looking at him the wrong way. And he he was like... Dominating him? He wanted to prove dominancy? Yeah. But really, the snowman's the one who dominated because he got frostbite. Yeah, he didn't know. He he caught something. You'd be better if you're that if you're that fucked up. Like you should have your friends help you out to get home, though. Yeah, man. And in Russia, man, they're all about helping their friends. They're about brotherhood. And That's what you gotta do. There is this beautiful gem of a video that has surfaced on the internet. Um, you can find it on the Daily Star. Um, I would highly suggest you check it out. Now, it's a, it's a bunch of gents that are towing their drunk buddy that had too much. And apparently they stayed out all night until the morning because it's daylight approaching. And they're towing him passed out on a sled behind an SUV. What? Oh, it's beautiful, man. It is hilarious. Um, 
all the way home. He's got two buddies, one walking alongside to make sure, you know, he doesn't fall off. So they're, they're about a safety. But oh, yeah, that's hard curious. to carry in his fucking drunk ass. Hey, I would be too. Hey, uh, you know, carrying a drunk friend anywhere is difficult, especially if they're over, you know, 160 pounds and you don't even lift. Oh, you know, so yeah, we've all been there where you're you bring a friend out and unexpectedly they drink too much. They're a lightweight, and you have to or, yeah. manage them to the car or manage them to the taxi or the Uber or whatever. Yeah, or they play the wrong drinking game, or or they get involved with like you know ex-military dude and try to outdrink that guy. I I mean I've seen it all before. Oh, there's a million scenarios, man. I've been at the bars and had people start throwing up at the bars and. Been in greatly embarrassing moments, but having to do the right thing. So what you're saying is there's there's these dudes who who went out drinking with their friend, and they just decided to slap him on a sled and tie him to the hitch and gun it? Yeah, man. You know, it, knowing Russia, it's not really a sled. It's probably some piece of metal that they had in the car. Russia is like a beautiful mess of of life i don't even know how to explain it it's just the entertainment that they bring us uh, they're just such tough people to begin with there's a lot to appreciate about russia and i hate that we have this negativity between us and russia because it's like i want to go to russia i want to live there for a few years and just see these people because it's amazing to me they're fucking they're people that know how to have fun and they just like make the best of what they have they're resilient for sure oh they're very Dash. resilient the dash cams approve that. They're, yeah, they're very proud people, you know. It's just, it's sad they don't have, you know, a good economy. You know, I, I guess it's better now, but, I mean, it's still, there's places that are in poverty that we don't even understand. Well, it's like on uh, Oliver Stone's Untold History of uh, of America. They, were, they talked about Henry Wallace uh, back in FDR's time uh, during World War II, and he was saying, you know, Russia's going to become a lot more like the U.S., and the U.S. is going to become a lot more like Russia. Um, and I, I definitely think he was he was right in, in saying that. We're getting, we're getting more and more alike than we think, and sometimes you don't like yourself when you see it against you. Oh, um, yeah. But imagine, I mean, the mass, they have a huge population. and I mean, if we could actually figure out a way to make this ma match up, man. But, but first they got to stop fucking... Get so drunk they gotta get towed home on fucking. Well, they—that's the thing about Russia, you know. They, we, from our perspective at least, they they tend to like their alcohol and they drink a lot and they it's cold. do it right. You have to. It's cold you as gotta fuck, stay man. Warm. I, yeah, you know what? You're not lying. I've been drinking a lot and it's cold. <laughs> you have a theory there. Maybe the cold makes you drink. The bitch makes me drink. <laughs> fuck it. I know when you uh, when you drink, it's supposed to make you feel. Like your body temperature has been raised, but I, I I think it's the opposite technically. It's just uh, it's like a mental trick kind of thing. Um, that's how it went in Plattsburgh, at least. Oh. And uh, if you went, if every you time I visited, shout out you. to SUNY Plattsburgh. Oh, poor people. There you go. And you know what, man? I mean, if you took it and gave it a little more heat, that place is so goddamn beautiful. Like the surrounding lakes and whatnot. 
Oh, in the summer, it's beautiful. There's Lake Champlain. Uh, Vermont's right across the way. The Even in the fall, the leaves changing colors are really nice. Yeah, we had the chance to take the Everyone ferry across. I thought that was really nice. I wish it, was, it wasn't it was freezing because I would have loved to have like, really sat out on the deck a lot and, and took in the view. But right. it's like it's a very limited time, it seems like, that you can actually enjoy the outdoors without having to bundle up. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, man. So it, I feel like it, babies right now talking this, like, the cold, the cold. Yeah, yeah, we are whining a little bit about the cold. Yeah. I mean, you have a reason to. Yeah. I, I don't so much, neither, to, neither does Anthony, because we're, we're out here, and I think the coldest it'll get is, like, 40. But uh, if... If I were like to move to move on to our next question or our next topic here, they have done something amazing with science. Oh, they have, okay. I love science. In the, <laughs> in, in the UK, uh, they have been doing research with uh, in vitro fertilization, and they figured out a way to using the egg of two different uh, females in order. Uh, to essentially i'm no scientist people but basically they're using the egg from two females uh and the sperm from a male to create a baby and kind of bypass a genetic code that would possibly cause disfigurement or disease or um uh stuff in that situation so it's it's a big step in science and people are applauding it well, yeah, apparently it's a genetic defect that they're they're taking advantage of. Yeah, like I said, I'm not I'm not like versed in biology. It's as, it's as fascinating, much as they go honestly. And I mean, to think about taking the traits of three people and splitting them and letting the dominance take their position that's that's crazy. Yeah, it has something to do with the mitochondrial DNA. Is how they yeah. explain it. In, so, yeah, uh, you need two female donors and one male donor, it seems to be, to make this actually work. Yeah. the And and it's able to, like we said, bypass these uh, these sort of defects in the, in the genetic code. Um, cool. Absolutely awesome. More well, important question <laughs> that, may, that is completely not serious at all. <laughs> what three people would you combine to make a cool ass baby? Oh man, that that really is like a mind-boggling question. Like, what do you think you would get the product from like from the combination of existing people? Like, you know, whether they're spectacular people in your life, like just people with character, whatever you might you, you're going for, a supreme being type deal. The master race, Anthony was saying. <laughs> Designer babies, Gucci babies, hashtag Gucci babies. Gucci babies, that'll, that'll be one of the, the promos this week. <laughs> Gucci babies. Babies with Gucci print all over oh, their bodies. Oh, they're just like tattooed babies already. Essentially, they come out just like looking like They might be fully bag. covered or they just might have it like on a butt cheek. They might have like a Gucci symbol like right there. Boom. A little stamp. A little stamp. A little Gucci approval. stamp on the booty. Boom. <laughs> So yeah, what what three people? Uh, who? I'm not sure who to pose or okay. who to pose this question to. Um, Matt, you want to go first? Hmm. I don't know. Do you guys have your choices already? Because I really, I, I this is a hard one for me. This is a tough one. On the fly. 
Yeah, I know for sure that the male Gene, I think it would be awesome if it was Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Holy oh. shit, that's a good one. Damn. That guy Anthony that guy is just impressive in. to be to be a human. Like I mean, the way he transitioned, he used like pro wrestling as like a stepping stone to get to like entertainment and now he's an actor and He's huge. And then he's the... going to be president. Oh, dude, he <laughs> could. I would vote for. Would you vote for The Rock? Because I would fucking. I smell what The Rock is cooking. Johnson 2020. <laughs> dude, hindsight, man. He should be the VP for, for Bernie. Bernie, oh, Bernie and fucking and The, the Rock. Rock. Bernie Holy and shit. The Rock. That'd be Bernie and The Rock. I like that, dude. You're coming up. We're going to work on a melody. We're going to approach Bernie. We're going to approach Dwayne Johnson. We're going to make this happen. Gonna... But we're gonna sell the song for fifty million dollars. I'm not doing this for free, uh, dude. Not all right. Trademark, we'll make a little money. Copyright. The fifty million, we got to talk about that. That's a little high. Uh, gotta, I feel like gotta, we're looking for the better ball. cause of humans here. Bernie and the Rock sounds like it might work. Bernie and the, the Rock, Rock might, might have help to keep talk. Bernie in check. I might have to talk to whoever owns the actual rights to the song of which the melody I'm stealing. I feel like solid as a rock. See, the way I feel like combo is, is like Bernie's like the salad. Like he's a healthy deal, you know, like, and then the, the rock is the spice. He's the habanero so pepper. What's your female picks if you're going the rock? Oh, dude. Ooh, uh, female picks are hard. Oof. Yeah, why don't you guys, uh, how about you each throw in? I feel okay, like you well, gotta, male, you gotta male, pick a male. really funny girl and, like, a really beautiful yeah, girl. That's, yeah, that's what I, well, I was thinking definitely a, a funny girl. I know that The Rock is, has a sense of humor, but I was thinking something else to kind of compliment All right, so let's each spice. go around, we'll pick them one at a time, and we'll have three by the end of these rounds. So okay. if I were to go, if I were to go next. What are we going? Are we going pick? beautiful or funny first? Like, what are we doing here? Whatever you're, it's your whatever play. you feel this like, is, uh, whatever you feel this like, this is like chess. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna pick your move. Um, if I were to go with a male figure, um, are we going dead or alive? It has to be alive, I guess. No, no any time in history, any time in history we're, that you want. Fucking, let's make this fun. We're splicing three people together. I mean, I feel like we have the we're technology. We're constrained <laughs> by uh, time and dimension. Yeah. Um, if I were to go, you know what? I'm I'm gonna go. I'm being controversial uh, today Ooh. and going Ooh. with like weird choices. So I'm gonna go Jack Black. Jack Black. Cause he's oh. got musical talent and. Oh, we're starting with gen- we're starting with guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Pick up, guys. I'm doing my guy pick, and then I'll do two girl picks. Okay. So I say Jack Black because he's funny. He's got musical talent. He's got a decent voice, and I got a couple things covered that way. That's a he's no rock. Choice. He's yeah. no. He's no Dwayne Johnson. He's no rock, but I do but appreciate him. Out, he's been. I'm in, gonna pull out some good female choices to make up. Not to well, say Jack Black is not to for be nothing. Jack diminished. Black's amazing, man. He has like been around for years upon years. He Tenacious was in serious D. roles. He played serious roles. There was that rollerblading movie. I loved him in. I don't even remember the name of it. Like, um, shit, man, it's gonna make me mad. But it was, there was a rollerblading movie in the early '90s that was pretty good for its time. Is that the one that had Ellen Page in it? I think you're right. I think you're correct. Yeah, yeah, because Jack Whip, Black was Whiplash, the actual bad guy. I think. Oh, was it Whiplash. It might or have been. Like I think you might be right. Don't fact check us. On Don't that. fact check <laughs> us. Or if you do, let us know. Just hit us up on our Facebook. Like, put it on a post. Like, fucking cost out. Don't you dare. Fuck. <laughs> well, I kind of want. Ah, I kind of want to know, but I feel like I'll look it up before somebody posts. 
Yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out one way or another. So, who is your who's your mail pick if if you we were here to go uh... alive or dead? Anytime. You can choose anytime. No, it's you. Yeah, it's, it's on, on you. Oh, it's on me? Yeah, we picked Ooh, our mail. Mail pick. Who is a mail pick? Hmm. You know, I would go, you know, I would add spice to it. I would choose Conor McGregor. Oh. Okay. I would I choose Conor it. McGregor to be the dad host because he's he's actually like He's got it all. He's got a little. He's got the brains. He's fucking a fighter. He's like, which I feel like it doesn't translate to just fighting. Fighting. I mean, like, I feel like he would just persevere. Like he would just any scenario survive. I feel like it's a good That's trait fair. to have in any. You know, whether the baby turns out to be a boy or a girl, which I'm sure they can control that as well. I feel like it, it's a great trait. You know, the traits that he would pass yeah. on, rather, I should say. Oh yeah, that's a stellar choice. I, I was I, having a hard time picking that because it was like I didn't know if I wanted to go with like a guy that seemed really funny and intelligent or suave, but it's like I don't know. Are I you feel saying like, Conor McGregor art isn't <laughs> isn't those things? Well, he is, he is, you know, but like he's he's <laughs> a, he's a smaller guy too, which is also a part in the the genetic traits. Like he might pass on to make a a shorter baby or you know whatever, which you know some people you know focus on that. Yep. No, that that's fair. Yeah, it all depends on what you're looking for, but I feel like the traits that he would kick out would be ultimately superior. All Mas- right, that's master it. race, Anthony. No. Oh, man. oh man, you said that Just one too many times. <laughs> your baby. Oh man. Uh, put your insert German up. sounds here. <laughs> Wait, we don't support this. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Most of the group here is German, but we're not about that, all right? We understand the two, bad things. Two-thirds, but Anthony is allowed to do what he wants. <laughs> Anthony, you're not German, right? Uh, I actually have no clue what I am. You uh, goddamn mutt. It's yeah, right. it's pretty much, that's how I explain it, European mutt. I know I'm Swiss-Italian, well, the, the Swiss part of Italy, or the good Italian cheese, part chocolate. of Switzerland. Hell yes. Um, and then I'm definitely Spaniard. Um, oh, you fuck. For sure, uh, Portuguese, Portuguese. So yeah, I well, I feel like if I could be really, like, if I could choose, I feel like I'd be a Spaniard, right? Like, isn't that seem interesting? <laughs> if you could choose any, yeah, like I'd go a, Polynesian, a like The Rock. <laughs> All right, calm down there, dude. <laughs> Don't fucking um, hit so, me with an elbow or something now. <laughs> oh man! Don't I'm bring me to the, the rock bottom. I'm gonna hit you with a. Uh, presidential uh what do they call him when he just makes like a decision out of nowhere uh, uh, i thought you were going with a presidential pardon i don't know what you're talking about i'll hit you with pardon whatever you want <laughs> the presidential pardon oh shit you broke just, it I'll out i'll give you one beforehand <laughs> then you're good you <laughs> i'm just gonna use pardon i'm gonna pardon him like for monopoly. whatever he decides to do that is oh, negative <laughs> so i'm gonna throw you a curveball you gotta pick both your females. All right, all right. So speeding this up then. Well, I know for sure that I would pick because uh, you know you said alive or dead. So I'm I'm reaching back a little bit. Uh, Marilyn Monroe for one of them. I had a feeling you were there. That's a good one. Yeah, I, I'd go uh, Marilyn Monroe. She's a she's a great. Uh, I mean, she she was a great. She's hot. Well, yeah, but no. What I was saying is, I, I don't want to sound like 
uh, you know, I'm, I'm belittling other feminist movements, but she was great for, uh, you know, curvy women, you know, before that was yeah. a huge, like, deal. Um, I think, I believe, from what I understand, that she was at the forefront of that uh, feminist movement. Could be wrong. Cool. Go fact check me on that. Um, but she was also a lot about, um, like, kind of... I don't want to say free love. I want to say more like uh, sexual independence. Okay. Um, so, I mean, she's a great political figure, actually, uh, for for many reasons of her time. I, I'm, you know, I'm not here to say that uh, some that she's better than others, but uh, she'd definitely be in the the pick there for mine. Um, I'd say that's a fair choice. That yeah. is, yeah, that's a fair choice. Number two, number three ball in it. Uh, dude, I don't know. I didn't think about this much. I'm just going to throw out um, Zoe Deschanel. Oh, oh he hates oh. he hates Zoe. Him and Mar him oh. and his girlfriend passionately oh. hate Zoe. Hey, dude, guess what? I'll support oh. you because I think she's hot. Jesse man, <laughs> Jesse Smash. I'm gonna say like, okay, here's my here's my theory. Okay, I'm gonna give away one of my choices right away because my, one of my choices is Katy Perry, and I think Zoe is a fucked up looking version of Zoe. Of <laughs> I think it's like if Katy had somehow. <laughs> inherited like a I'm all right I'm getting into dangerous territory if some type of disorder or something like the line a bad disease that's what she would look like you know maybe if she hadn't wow. slept for three years Damn. I don't know. I'm just saying that's Zoe's still fair. got it she does oh, my face hurts. she's annoying Jesse hits it on the par <laughs> Zoe would be annoying as fuck if she is like she is on the screen Fuck, dude. I would blow oh, my brains out man. about three months in. Man, oh, that, man. Is, that is a rough criticism oh, there. But I know. I, I'm terrible. Right. I'm terrible. I'm talking about somebody who millions of people, millions of people love. You know, I mean, uh, I'm sorry. We love you, Zoe. Don't. We, we, lo we love you, Zoe. If you <laughs> ever hear this podcast, oh, my God, yourself. I'm so sorry. Please come on. We'll apologize and talk Just love. don't bring your fucking ukulele, God damn Don't. It. Fucking bring that thing. That's <laughs> yes. Until Jesse mentioned that, I was all uh, right. Jesse had talked to me about her. We were me, you, and Marley were sitting around with my ex, and we were talking about it. And I was like, "Oh my god, he's fucking right." And then I fucking about, saw, I fucking saw that show. It's about the fact that show. she acts twelve. That's yeah. that's what I can't get over. It's the and 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 you can't address the fact that you're quirky. You you just gotta be quirky. That's that's sort of where yeah. I draw the line. You know? Yeah, there's certain things you can use to your advantage, and certain things that if you use to your advantage, they make you look fucking like you're over cheesing. And she's doing we're, it. We're we're ripping on your picks. So oh no, hard. it's completely fine. I mean, <laughs> I, I didn't have much time to prepare. We were talking and, uh, about hype, being hypercritical. It happens, <laughs> but don't take yeah, it to heart. Yeah. I know my first choice was good, so I'm, I'm oh, fine with that. Your first choice is iconic. They teach their own. You yeah, take her, without a I doubt. I don't want her. Yeah. Oh man, so do you want to pick? Do your second pick since you already so, did your first one. So there? yeah, like I said, Katy Perry was my first pick. Like I've always like had a crush on Katy Perry. I I've always thought she was like you know beautiful and smart, and I love musicians to begin with, so that hits it on the dot. Um. My second, my second choice is somebody who, like, you guys might not even be able to picture. 
um, from like the name Nassim Pedrad. I always fuck her name up, but she's like oh, a really Nassim beautiful. Oh, Nassim Pedrad. Dude, she's uh, yeah. on SNL. Okay, perfect. You know who she is. She's beautiful. She's been on New Girl. Um, she's in Scream Queens. New a lot Girl. Of yeah, that she's has on that. On it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Tie in. I wanted <laughs> to say it. I, yeah, I knew. I knew. Yeah. <laughs> My um, trigger. <laughs> I, trick, uh, we were, I was trying to slip it in where you wouldn't you wouldn't get a rage fit like you do, but I'm sorry. It happened. You know how many chairs I've gone through? Did you I, mention dude. she was on SNL? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> well, oh, I, yeah. I mean, Zoe's been on SNL, I think, right? I'm almost sure. Well, I think she hosted. Yeah. I believe she's hosted. Yeah, I think she's hosted. Um, but anyway, like, I think this girl's beautiful. She's funny. Um, perfect characteristics mix. You're talking Conor McGregor, you got her, and you, I mean, we're fucking perfect. Perfect. Yeah. No, that's that's a good one right there. Yeah, man. She, she was really we, funny, too. She was uh, definitely a favorite character. Singing uh, funny fighter. Did some good of my, some of my favorite characters on SNL. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, without a doubt, man. Without a doubt. So you got an actress, a singer, and a fighter. That's pretty good. I like, I like that combo. And you've got uh, an all-around awesome guy, a uh, uh, an actress who's dead, <laughs> and and I mean you could describe Zoe scandalous actress, and and an actress that I'm not quite fond of, which no, absolutely great baby. Oh, um, well, well, without a doubt, yeah, yeah, Zoe, uh, Zoe, you're hot again. I'm just still focused on if Zoe hears this. I mean, by chance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, I'd love, I'd love if she'd listen in, and yeah. and then I would definitely probably talk a lot better about her. Yeah, yeah. So, if it boiled down to it for my choices, I would have to say that I would go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with another funny. I don't care, Melissa McCarthy. Hey. Okay. I think she's funny. I, I... think she's one of. I think she's pound for pound one of the funniest women out there right now. I support that. I support that without a doubt. Is it okay for me to use that that analogy <laughs> when describing her? Uh. I, I'm not trying to do her a disservice, and she's actually slimmed down quite a lot, which yeah. has nothing to do with her comedy. She is absolutely hilarious. Hilarious, no she man. Is. Just like Chris Farley was hilarious no matter oh. what he was. If he thinned oh. down and didn't do coke until he died, I would fucking watch him forever. Man, so, Chris Farley was one of my favorites, man. Really, I always think about how if Chris Farley was alive, comedy would be drastically like changed. Right? So, third choice, I'm going to go. You know, I'm going to say I have to steal a little bit of an idea from Matt, and I'm going to go with Misha Tate. Oh, I like that. She is she's oh my a God. female UFC fighter. She beautiful is girl. Beautiful girl. Beautiful girl. Oh my God. Tough Nothing as to say. Nails. Just retired from the oh. UFC. People, like, look up a picture of Misha Tate right now because, I mean, what she looks like with no makeup in the ring is nothing like she looks like in normal life. Like, she is the perfect package. She's very intelligent. She knows when to call it quits because she's just retired at a young age and she knows she's going to be out before she takes on that damage you know oh absolutely she's retiring on on well i don't want to say on top she ended up losing that last fight right she did lose the last fight but i mean she won the world title for the bantamweight and i mean that's all you need 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm showing Anthony a, a picture of her now. Oh, yeah, I just looked her up. Okay, is that what you were doing? Yeah, I wasn't cool. sure what she, she looked like. I, I, yeah, no, she was. We were talking. I think I might have slipped looking. on, like, when we were talking about that day that she lost. Like, I was, like, t- saying, like, man, you know, I never appreciated how beautiful Misha Tate really is. Like, for being, like, a fighter, like, most of the fighter girls, like, not to say anything, are they're just... They're a little more defined. They're male-like structure. You know. They're, Wait, they're... are you saying girls who work out all day and get punched in the face might look a little rugged? Um, no comment. No comment. Okay. All yeah. right. All right. Yeah. That's fair. Moving along, Misha Tate, you're gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> kind of stand. It stands out a little bit when yeah. you're like watching. I yeah, I love the idea. She's like a, a great fighter. Great fighter. Oh, I mean, absolutely. you can't blame the last loss. She fought a girl that was probably, you know, five to ten years younger than her. I don't have the exact ages next to me right now, but like we said, she's a girl that she taught on the Ultimate Fighter. You know, it was like the Karate Kid sort of thing. If like uh, he had fought Miyagi, Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. He, yeah, kind of. Not as much Mi- of an age Mr. difference. She's not old. Like, We're not hitting retired. on a gilf here. She's not even a she, milf. She doesn't have kids. So yeah, I'm going. I'm going funny, funny, hot, strong. Definitely perfect. I like that. I like that. I think we we've all made good, pretty yes, great choices, gentlemen. I got a question. If one of these babies meets another one of these babies and then has a baby, what is that DNA gonna look like? That's gonna be well, the how, first superhuman that we ever witness on Earth. I believe that. I, I 100% believe, and that you know, mutation at its best, evolution at its best. We will see maybe a possible superpower, <laughs> right? A telekinesis, some kind of like way to tell jokes by just existing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. Just gets in everybody's minds and like makes them laugh immediately. Like, I don't even know what that guy did, but he he's a good guy, right? Yeah, so we're our, being pretty. Our, pretty silly here guys yeah. <laughs> our, our last story uh that's that's one that you're covering matt right it, it yeah. kind of refers back to our our last episode because we had talked about a movie that we're covering now uh we i know we had mentioned elf as like a holiday movie oh yeah man and it's the perfect time i mean we're all getting ready for christmas christmas is it's right down the road people i hope you did your shopping not yet uh, me neither, man. Me neither. I haven't even started. How terrible is that? And like, we're like not even ten days away. Whatever. You, everybody's getting gift cards. <laughs> the look on Anthony's face just now is like, ah, oh, fuck yeah. You're fuck right. Christmas and the whole commercialism. Everybody wants to say it. Everybody puts up with it anyway. Make something with uh, yarn or beads. Yeah, fuck. Get on Photoshop. Yeah, you... Get some a photo in a frame. Come on. Everybody creative. Everybody on my list is getting a stick figure made out of sticks. Popsicle stick figure. That's the way I, I really like what you did here. It, it, it shows your creativity. It shows your heart. It shows you were thinking about us. I know exactly where to put this. And then I lift the trash can. <laughs> 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 They don't even Christmas wait for you to leave. <laughs> <laughs> they get up in the middle of everybody opening gifts to do it. If the trash can is out of view, they pull the trash can in view. <laughs> Into the room. <laughs> I know exactly where to do this. 30 seconds later, they come dragging the trash can in from the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
back to back to. All right, so we're getting back to this article. It was one that we both found very interesting. Um, there's a theory. My favorite movie of all time, Step Brothers. Okay, that is a fucking phenomenal movie. It will keep you laughing from the beginning to the end. It's just ridiculous. I mean, I've been a fan of it. The first time I saw it, I fell in love, and I've watched it an amount of times that I don't care to discuss on the show. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, the idea is that uh, this fan theory that's pretty popular among the internet is that the character from Elf ends up being the character from Step Brothers. So Buddy changes his name to Brennan. Um... The idea is the mom and the stepmom and Elf are the same people, the same person, same woman. Let's be correct. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember the name of that actress. She's in uh, Last Man on Earth as well. Oh, she's wonderful. Uh, shit, you're right. What is her name? We'll we'll I'm find sure. her name in uh, in a second here. And um, but yeah, it's the same. It's the same actress that's uh, was in Elf and was in Step Brothers. Yeah, yeah, and so like uh, we were talking about how we always appreciate these ideas that connect movies together in different universes that you know you wouldn't even think of to begin with. Um, but I mean, so the idea is like you know um, when Brennan so and his mom are Mary, talking. Mary Steenburgen is the actress that oh, essentially perfect. connects this whole theory together. Perfect. Uh, yeah, she's been around for years upon years too. We're talking that woman's been around for probably twenty to thirty years in acting. I could only. Do you have an idea of like? Do you have IMDb up? How many things she's in? Uh, countless. Countless. Um, yeah. And if you want to talk about super babies, <laughs> yeah. she would be. We're, a we're great talking. She's a candidate because I mean, she was quite babies. the looker when she was young too. Not to say anything, she was in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. I was just thinking about like all the things she's been in. She was the woman wow. in What's Eating Gilbert Grape that was uh, trying to. She was having an affair with him, with Johnny Depp. Okay. Um, yeah. So she she was quite the looker in her young age. Um, either way, we're getting past the point here. We're t- we're talking about Brendan's mom here and Buddy's we're talking mom. About soup, Gucci babies here. Or Gucci babies, baby. <laughs> um. So anyway, you know, there's a part in um, Step Brothers where she says that, you know, your dad never wanted you type deal. And just like in in Elf, how the dad never wanted Buddy. You know, the end of the movie, it does show, you know, the dad and everybody happy, joy, joy and type deal. But if you could imagine the gap in between, there could be a small filler that could fill that. You know, I mean, his character in Step Brothers is definitely not an adult. He no. he can barely manage himself. He is a full-on child, and that would explain growing up amongst elves. Right, not quite socialized, it, and and I'm not sure what uh, John C. Riley's character's problem is, but oh he, god, he, I love him though. <laughs> I mean, he's he, definitely got some issues of his own. I can't wait to see their new movie that's coming out. It's gonna be great. Yeah, they've they've always put out really funny stuff. Talladega Nights was, oh, it's was a lot of fun. Another favorite, another favorite. The Legend of Ricky Bobby. Right. Mm. So Ricky that, Bobby, that, baby. That's an interesting theory. I, I like it. I like that it ties things together. Oh, you were yeah. saying that before too, Anthony, right? About the idea of tying things together between different movies. Yeah, theories. it's always it's always really interesting when people who have like been such huge fans of like. Uh, a show or a movie come together and just like discuss the different possibilities of how these uh you know different 
practically different dimensions, like different, entirely different storylines could possibly be connected. Like the, 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 the hoops that these theories have to jump through. It's like you feel like maybe one of these would fall through, but but some of them actually hold up. Oh, you yeah. Know, like, well, this one's pretty cool because, I mean, it's like the mom gets a divorce, takes the kid, and they head from the East Coast. You know, um, Elf takes place in New York City, and then Step Brothers takes place on the West Coast. So it's like huh. it's a totally conceivable idea. They both have beautiful voices that they demonstrate, you know, throughout the story. You know, this is true. Um, Brennan says that he was working at PetSmart because he loved animals. Which you know, buddy, the the elf loved animals. There's connecting points, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's it it's definitely fun to imagine. Water. I wish that like this would get enough popularity to where the studios would actually put through for a mini movie. You know how they so, do that every now and again? They'll like actually acknowledge the public and create something that's yeah. actually what we want. Something tying the two together would be nice. Like a yeah. road trip with the mother and, and buddy. Explain John and C. Riley's like crazy path, too. Maybe he has some See, path that we don't even... Maybe there's a movie we be, can connect him to. That'd be a cool prequel. I would enjoy that. So he's in... Okay, here's a, here's a backstory, too. He's in What's Eating Gilbert Grape, too. So what I'm going to imagine is... Wait, some, John C. Riley is? John C. Riley is. Oh, shit. No, maybe I'm confusing him. <laughs> Hold on. I was going to say, I didn't think John C. Riley was in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. But you know what John C. Riley was in? Wasn't he in that Walk the Line parody? He was. Walk Hard? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You I don't want any of this, hard is, You don't want any of this cocaine. So maybe that's a prequel for his character. I don't know how that would work. Because he was a grown-ass man by the Motherfucker John C. Riley was in it. I was right. What? I was fucking right. How dare I let you fucking disturb my fucking love for cinema, especially terrible cinema. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So, back to my fucking story. Fuck you guys. All right. Back to my story. (laughs) The connection here is his character in What's Eating Gilbert Grape is driving by the house the night that they burn the house with the mother in it because she's too large to get out of the house and they don't want to make a spectacle for the town. He runs in to see if there's anybody in there stuck. He tries to save everybody. He gets asphyxiated. The firefighters show up. They save him. He's brain dead almost. That's how he ends up the way he is. Oh, okay. Wait. He really came from a rich family, but he didn't show up before. Now he's he's just under his father's care living with daddy. And that's why his daddy already has the resentment that he has. Boom. <laughs> Connection made. But that was like in the Dust Bowl. He would be so old. <laughs> what? No. What's eating Gilbert Grape was not in the Dust Bowl. What the fuck are you talking about? I could have sworn that happened during the Dust Bowl. You're fucking crazy. No, it happened in the 90s at best. No. And John C. Riley was young in that film anyway, so it ties up. We will readdress this. I dare anybody to prove me wrong on this connection. This is another Don't fan fact theory check that I'm creating. Any of this. Oh my god, I'm gonna make you watch What's Eating Gilbert Grape and Step Brothers and tie them together, and you're gonna be like, "All right, it works." Ed, Ed, Ed and Eddie was purgatory. Oh, get out of here! <laughs> oh, none of the Rugrats uh, were born. It's all in Angelica's mind. We're gonna ruin oh, all of your favorite shows. Hey. So, I, uh, I, I'm i noticing what time we're at right now. I, I kind of want to jump to Stoner Gifts. That's something that we were uh, wanting to get to. Ho- yeah. Stoner, 
Stoner Holiday Traditions, Stoner Holiday Gifts. Anthony, we, we found out, doesn't smoke nearly anymore. He did at one point. You did at one point. You said you so I used to smoke weed every day. And then smoke I smoke weed every day. And then uh then I, I realized that that probably wasn't good for me. Yeah. So what might be right for you might not be right for some. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not trying to trying to harp on people who do. It's like, you know, do you. So it's just I found what my limit was. I reached it and uh uh it's, it's, it's probably one of the most important lessons to learn in life is it, your limits. Exactly. And you stop at. <laughs> That's, uh, but uh, even though we are a very stoner oriented podcast, because both me and Matt smoke, smoke, uh, we, we have smoking, smoke, smoking, weed. So uh, we, we were looking up, I, I personally, I knew a couple that grew. And every, well, every grow season, they would save the biggest bud that they grew, and they would call it their Christmas bud. And then they would grind that up and roll a giant joint, and they would share it with all their friends and stuff. And I always thought that was really adorable. I thought it was something that was really funny that, like, you know, around Christmas time or New Year's, people have these different traditions. I was looking out there. I couldn't find too many. If anyone has any that they'd like to share, get at us. We'll put some up on Instagram that you can definitely post on. Um, to tell us what your holiday weed tradition is. Some of the ones that I did end up finding were along the lines of uh, people saying, you know, me and my brother, it was the only time that we would really get to see each other because we would be, like, out and we'd come back to mom and dad's house, you know, to do the whole holiday thing. And then they'd say, hey, we're going to go out and get uh, get flowers. And it's Christmas Day. Nothing's open. So they're just cruising around smoking each other's bud that they both brought with them. And then they get back home and they go, oh, nothing was open. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Sorry, Mom and Dad. And of course, they're like, of course nothing's open. Like, fucking, it's Christmas Day. So, like, I, I thought that was another cool one that I read about. But besides that, I didn't find too many. It'd be nice to uh, find out what people do if there's anything that they like to uh, do around the holidays. In terms of like smoking or smoking with their friends or or whatever, maybe you make cookies, make some weed cookies. I saw some cool uh, pot leaf and bong uh, cookie cutters. <laughs> it's only seventeen dollars for three online. You know, I'm looking at them right now, and those would be some uh, those would be some prime. Like you, no one deal. would mistake what kind of cookies those are. Oh yeah. They're, they're pretty prominent. They're pretty funny looking too. Yeah, that'd be that'd be some cool looking cookies. You can get you can get with your stoner friend a pin that says "I'm toasted" with a little cartoon thing of toast. <laughs> one one of the cooler gifts that I saw that I thought was awesome. It's a little bit more pricey. It's uh, uh they call it a canador. It's supposed to be like a humidor, but for your weed. Oh, so if you're gonna buy a bulk purchase and keep it for a time. Yeah, they, it comes with like the little jars, and it's. Uh, I'm guessing it seals airtight. Uh, this one ranges from like 150 to 250 bucks, which that's pretty steep for a box you're gonna keep your weed in that you're gonna smoke eventually anyway. But if you buy bulk, you're saving money anyway, and you might want to preserve it. Cause I don't know about you, but I've always like if I've ever bought in bulk, like there's a chance if it's like a good amount, like it gets to that crispy state, and that's no fun. No, that's not good. That's no Shouldn't let it get to that point. Yeah, it's a it's an investment. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, it's an investment to pr protect your investment. 
Now that's kind of cool. A gold leaf painting. It's like a cannabis leaf that's like gold and it's painted. A little painting you can hang on your wall. They want 35 bucks for it. That's a little steep. That's a little steep. Like you, can make, you can make that for less. Yeah. You can buy gold paint uh, papers as well. 24 karat if you wanted. If you want to smoke in go. fashion for the holidays, get some of those. Those are pretty pricey as well though. I think a uh, five pack will run you back like 40 bucks. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I mean, there's there's a lot of cool stuff out there. Another thing that I thought was kind of neat was it's called a Magic Butter 2E. Uh, it's essentially a coffee pot sort of thing that you can make can of butter in. Oh, yeah, that's excellent. Edibles are fun, but you got to be able to make them the, the precise way. Yeah, I'm not quite sure how it works. It's just a picture on the current site that I'm looking at, and it says it's $175. So, you know what? I'm going to save you the time. Double boil with water in between two pots and fucking melt some butter and keep it on a low heat and you'll be fine. Don't burn shit and you'll be fine. You'll be all right. There you go. I just saved you $175. Yeah. It, get, get your stoner friend two pots for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll get the joke. They'll be like, oh, two pots. I get it. Pot. <laughs> but um, But um. Yeah, and uh, th so there's a lot of cool stuff out there. Oh, yeah. Like, one thing I wanted to recommend, um, you've probably seen the videos lately. It's this coffee mug that extends into a bong. Hmm. Have you seen the videos of that at all? No, I haven't seen that. So it's a legit coffee mug. Like, you pour coffee into it and whatnot, but there's, like, casings around it, like, similar to those Russian dolls. And... Um, you, like, just pull it down and it telescopes. Well, actually, I, w I should compare it to, like, a lightsaber. You know, a toy lightsaber. <clears throat> and there's a separate chamber that holds the water. You pull it down and you put a stem in it and you can rip it from the, like, the grip handle of a traditional travel coffee mug. You, you just, like, rip on that. <sighs> so That's it keeps crazy. your bong water under under your coffee mug. So you can, it's, it's the perfect bong for, like, you know, you're on the go. you got to go to work in the morning. You get to work, you want to rip a couple pipes, you know. That's funny as hell. I love it. Then, I love it. Then you can fold it back together and, like, raise it to your boss as you go by. But, Good morning. Yeah, ah, clock exactly, telescopes man. back down. It telescopes yeah. back down. It could be, I believe it's, like, three feet long if you telescope it all the way. So it's well, a nice, decent bond. Um, <laughs> if you want to acquire a little gander at this bad boy, you can check it out at coffeemugpipe.com. And it goes for about 70 bucks, but apparently it's stainless steel, won't rust on you. And it'll hold a large coffee. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, that, that, that is pretty neat. I haven't heard of that at all. It's no, yeah. Modern day innovation by uh, stoners who drink coffee. Oh, yeah. I've seen it lately on these videos where this like guy's been market. at the... Ha! There was this guy at a park, and he was like an old... He got an old man to actually help him light the the bong. He was, like, ripping it, and he's like... The old guy's like, you need a hand there? And he lit a match and, like, helped the guy rip a fucking... Uh, <laughs> the bong. I was just like, whoa, shit. You can check that out Damn. on Google. Um, and, and another thing I wanted to actually throw out there... It's not actually smoking-related, but I found it very interesting, and I feel like stoners would love this as well. It's a way to play with flames without actually burning your house down. Oh, oh you're dude, talking about awesome. this. Yes. Now, what it's called is it's it's called the Pyro Mini, and what it is is it's a bracelet that allows you to throw little fireballs out when you trigger it by pressing like downward, like 
or upward if you twist your your uh, hand away from your wrist, basically. Like if how Spider-Man shoots his webs. Now it runs off this like flash paper that's developed specially to just combust and disappear. So it it won't set your walls on fire or like you know start a fire up in your house. It instantly vaporizes. I don't know. Either way, it's fucking awesome. It's a little pricey. It'll set you back $150, but I think it's an awesome little fucking toy slash party gag. Now, when you say shoot fireballs from your wrist, are you talking about, like, across the room? 15 feet this motherfucker can shoot up to. What? And it has, like, like... an auto-shoot feature where you can shoot, like, two two at the same time. So it could be like, pa-pa! I feel like you could easily burn something down with something like that. Oh, <laughs> well, lose control. Well, apparently, like, they, it dissolves so quickly that it can't actually combust. Like, it won't, like, turn, like, you know, sheets on fire or anything. You could shoot it right at sheets, and it won't, like, there won't be enough energy there to, to transfer and heat up the other material. Huh. Uh, yeah. That's pretty cool. It's I like tissue paper. You know how a tissue paper, like, goes up, and it just, like, boom, gone. Yeah. You know, it's similar to that. It's a special process paper. Um, I've noticed that, like, Amazon won't even carry it, so it's, like, probably a pain in the ass to get the actual refills. Um, That's probably something to look into. But either way, uh, I think this thing is fucking very interesting, and I would probably find myself playing with it too much and running out of refills right away. Fucking warlock. (laughs) Papa! Papa! I would need two. Double fucking fisting. Da-da-da! (laughs) Da-da-da! think you're running around elder scrolls or something yeah like that. that's my problem we love video games too much and we just get into this whole like give ah. me a ticket how about a fireball oh fireball. yeah we were talking about that you bust one of these things out on a traffic like there's been videos where you see a magician <laughs> pull out some tricks to like try to get out of a ticket and it works blah blah, blah. i dare you to pull out one of these fireballs on a police officer and, and not get shot Live to tell the tale. Yeah, that that's a better one. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. We're not man. encouraging it, but if we see the YouTube don't do video, it. We will laugh. Do not buy the pyro mini and pull it out on a police officer because he will fucking <laughs> shoot you. If you are lucky, he will tase you, and it is not fun. I could just imagine someone wearing it every day because they're like obsessed with it, and just like they end up getting pulled over, they forget. They go to reach for their wallet, it's like. Oh. Just like right in the chest and that's the, me the, the fucking comments like ah! and that's me and that's me i'm wearing like a long shirt like i'm wearing like a dress shirt and it's covering up the the thing and he's like what's that and i'm like oh it's nothing pop 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 and it accidentally goes off and he fucking just bullets through the car done so be careful with those fireballs out there people i recommend it but use it with caution let's be responsible adults here Use it in open areas and I feel crowded like, circuses. I feel like $150 is kind of like cheap for the responsibility that it requires. <laughs> and yeah, anyone can get 150 bucks if they really try. Yeah, man, that's not much money to have this kind of responsibility. I don't know about this. I might right. have to order it and review it. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Just another excuse to get your hands on one. Yeah, and then I'll, like, I'll campaign to make it illegal so that, like, nobody can have it, but I'll order bulk ahead of time. <laughs> there you go. A real American hero taking the bullet for the rest of us, testing out this uh, <laughs> possibly dangerous gear. They can't handle this. It's just like that, that drug, that weed. 
<laughs> well, uh, that that kind of brings us to the end of our show here. We uh, we're glad you came on, Anthony. Oh, I was yeah, happy man. to be here. It was a lot of fun. Uh, love to do it again sometime. Maybe I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about uh, how I did, but. Oh, we'll have you back. <laughs> oh, we'll have you back. You made the cut, kid. You made the cut. Yeah. Right on, right on. Yeah, man. So, are, are there any plugs you want to throw out? Your Instagram or uh, Gamertag or anything along those lines? You know, I uh, I have way too... All my social media stuff is different, so like listing them all here would take up too much time. All right. So, uh, well, uh, you won't ever be able to find Anthony. No. Nah. He's uh, incognito. The and ghost of your past. He's uh, ghosted you, and you got to deal with that. Yeah, blocked. <laughs> blocked. Um, if you want to get at us, though, Matt, you yeah. got some of Check us posts. out, americanslacker.wordpress.com. Also, if you want to get at us on Facebook or Instagram, it's American Slacker Podcast. On Twitter, we are at A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R Podcast. And we are also the same on Reddit. Reddit. Yeah. We're getting our Reddit page up and going. Uh, yeah. We're old enough in our Reddit age that we can now do that. Yes. Fucking time period. Fucking. God. I'll stop about. I'll stop going on about Reddit in these plugs eventually. I swear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So. Yeah. I would... Thanks for tuning in, guys. Fucking appreciate it as always. We love you. We'd love for you to fucking get at us on any of our social media. And uh, I wouldn't go that far. They haven't even bought me a drink. Well, um, no. we'll work on that. We could be yeah, easy for now. Come on. <laughs> Not a cheap date. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what you think. Well, that's it. <laughs> there you go. Uh-huh.